What is going on? I am here in uh, Omaha, Nebraska. And uh, why am I going live right now? This is actually a perfect opportunity because, you know, a lot of people say, well, this is the way I would act. This is the way I would act, you know, when things happen. You know, <clears throat> the way that I actually look at it is when you are in the situation is when you can actually look around and... Uh, and <laughs> Hold on one second. This just happens, obviously. There we go. That was it. All right. So, you know, when you're live in this situation, so I'll just go over the, the backstory. Yes, I'm a little bit tired. Yes, it's a little bit delayed. Um, yeah, thank you, Erwin. You know, sorry, sweetheart, that I don't have my little bushy-eyed, you know. <laughs> you know, that's the thing is I don't really care. I don't really care, you know. I don't really care. So we get our first text message saying, uh, by the way, it's delayed. Our, our plane was supposed to take off at six. Then it was delayed till 6.30. Then it was delayed to 7.15. Then it was, then we boarded at uh, six. Then we boarded on time. And then when we were on the plane, the pilot said, actually, we're taking off in an hour and a half. And then we started getting pushed back and everything else. This is the perfect time to actually find out how you react to situations. You know, it is currently uh, 10 o'clock. I don't know if you can see that. Uh, it's currently 10 o'clock. We're taking off in another hour and a half. So it's gonna be 11.30. We're gonna land in New York at three o'clock. How do you spend that time? You know, this is the perfect example of, you know, when things happen, stoicism is, is the only way forward. Stoicism means that you can't, what are you gonna do? You know you can't change the weather that's going on in new york you can't change that there's all these flights being canceled and trying to get flown into newark you can't change that every flight out of here tomorrow at 6 a.m to 9 a.m to 10 a.m is booked we're in omaha we're not in chicago we're not in miami we're not in a big airport that has tons of flights in and out you could go somewhere else it's your reaction it's your response that's why i go live because it's not when I'm bushy-tailed on a Monday, Tuesday, and I just came back from the gym and everything is wonderful and glorious and, and Humpty Dumpty. It's when shit happens like this in life. It's, you can't control this. That is the basis of stoicism. It's also the basis of self-development because to be honest, I actually forgot about stoicism. Yes, I, ran, I read all of uh, Holiday's books and he's talked about it multiple times. and. And, and, and it's in there, and I probably would have reacted the same way, but the, the basis of, of personal development was that there was a blog on barking up your own tree, look back at my other vlog, or my other YouTube live, and I talked about it, because Ryan Holiday reintroduced us to it because he came out with another book. It's good, it's all right, I forgot the name of it, and uh, Conspiracy, I think, is the name of the book. But he reintroduced us because it's that important. Every single day we need to practice stoicism and I forgot about it. But personal development through reading this blog reintroduced me to this concept. And to be honest, I'm using it right now. That is the basis of personal development. I'll also tell you something else. So I was in a real estate conference here in uh, Omaha, Nebraska. And actually last week was uh, Berkshire Hathaway's annual shareholder meeting when this whole place shuts down pretty much. So there's something very interesting that you start to learn. And I talked about it a little bit, you know, when you start seeing other people that you looked up to and then you start pat, you, you're eye to eye with them, you know, it could be in production or level or mindset or whatever. 
it's really funny. When you start actually getting so deep into personal development, you actually see the conversation before it happens, okay? It's really hard to explain, but that's exactly what happens. Lovely evening. Yeah, this is the entire airport. <laughs> it's just our flight and the workers, and that's it. And I think they're closing everything up, so we're gonna be the only ones here, and uh, probably no food, no water, or anything. We're all gonna die here. Now, this is, this is the concept, and this is the basis, this is, this is the foundation of um, a personal development is that you're able to see things before they happen, okay? That could be a trend, that could be a market correction, that could be in a conversation on the, the, the most minutiae level, minutiae, minutia level or the smallest level is during a conversation with someone and you know exactly where they're going. This one guy, Greg Harrelson, he, does, he did 2,400 transactions, okay, 2,400s. They are, are purpose and they test this to see how we react, exactly. That's the thing, you know, I don't know where you guys are watching this. It could be from bed, it could be, it's probably from home, you know, but that's the thing is it's easy, it's easy to say. It's easy to say, but when you see the passengers and you see the ones that the freak out. Oh my. What? It's smoke free? They must have changed those rules. I was, I was having about three or four cigarettes before this. <laughs> this is the thing is you understand the people, this one guy completely bald little bit overweight and he comes up and he starts yelling at the person what is this girl gonna do so the guy walks away then I start talking with her and I talk with the people that it's, I don't care what income bracket you're at I want to I, I just like people's stories so I'm talking with this woman and she said I said oh you're probably getting you know time you're probably getting overtime she goes she goes yeah with a smile like yeah not like yeah haha but like yeah you know it's good and I said oh like time and a half she said no time and a quarter I was like Huh? She goes, you ever hear of it? And I'm like, no. Time in a quarter. That means, she, and she told me, she goes, I make $13 regularly, and then I make $13.25. Legitimately, time and one quarter. Like, a quarter. That's all she makes. 25 cents. Extra. So, those interesting things, because you're, you're, you're still stimulating the brain, this guy's walking off, he's balding, he's fat, he's asking for coffee, he's yelling at the person. It's you, and, and this goes to Irwin's comment, which is, it's easy to say. You know, I, I wonder if that guy, if he was watching this live and, it, and he was like, yeah, I would, I would react the way that Charles is. I would go live and have, have a smiley face after a really long day, after waking up at, you know, 6 a.m. today and, you know, six hours of sleep and then he woke up at 4 a.m. That's exactly how I would do it. But it's in that reaction. So use me as the example and that's why I'm going live. It's not for anything else. It's not for the ego. It's testing myself. It's testing myself. How do I react in these situations? Because to be honest, a plane being delayed, I'm going to forget about this. That's what Ryan Holiday talked about. He goes, in five years, he said, in the moment, always say, in five years, am I going to remember this moment? I'm never going to remember this moment. Never. This is going to be so long gone. I'm not going to remember this in, in two months that I was delayed. If they say Omaha, I probably won't even remember it because it's, it's, it's just not a big deal. You recall things that are so energetically emotional to you that you say, 
this is important, and then it logs that memory so you can recall that memory. But if you keep on logging memories on everything, your body doesn't know where to go. What's going on? Welcome to the live. Your, your body doesn't know where to go. So your body thinks when you touch a stove, it's as bad as being delayed in Omaha. When you cross the street and almost get hit by a car and you go, oh, and you go like that, and I literally just got the tingles, is the tingles, is your memory logs it and it says, look both ways before crossing. And that's what an emotional memory, emotional recall, Saw your comment on Valuetainment the other day. Oh, I like it. I like it. Valuetainment's a great, great channel. Great channel. He is He is fantastic. He's probably one of the premier channels uh, that is authentic and real. And highly recommend everyone that's watching this to go out and check that out. Because to be honest, uh, there's not many real, raw, personal development by people that are not trying to monetize their audience always. Do you remember you gave me a kick in the ass video last year? No, I don't. See, that's the thing. Did he really? You met a, I, I could see him as a great guy because you can tell, and, and I was actually discussing with someone, the number one factor that is actually, and, and I'm actually gonna make a video, I don't know if it's gonna be tomorrow because I'm gonna land at 3 a.m., past 3 a.m. now. But I'll, I'll talk about it right now. Greg Harrelson, it's still on your channel though. Yeah, that's the way it is. Greg Harrelson uh, did 2,400 transactions. Okay, that, that, that equates to about, I don't know, six to seven million dollars worth of money. Okay, decent amount of money. All right, so he said something very interesting. And you guys could take this. Remember this as you said in the morning, speakers go through events and they go through now. Yeah, yeah, you know, if I'm a speaker right now, this is exactly what would happen. And this would get vlogged. This, I'm, I'm gonna get a videographer that follows me around once I start speaking and everything else. But he said something very interesting, you guys need to take this, is that leadership will be the number one trait, the number one trait moving forward. Leadership. There is such a lack of leadership. There is a lack of leadership where if they change something, and he actually brought up Grant Cardone, interesting enough, on his own, he brought up Grant Cardone. Because, hold on, sorry guys. <laughs> I'll just show you around. Too bad I lost my, uh, my animal on the way here. Anyway, he said leadership because there is such a lack of leaders. There is such a lack of leaders today that it's uh, that people don't know who to follow, but they're really good at smelling authenticity. Number one, and number two is they can they can see who is changing because here's the vid ass kick motivation which I I had <laughs> that's awesome I love it I love it. Uh, he brought up Grant Cardone. Grant Cardone has changed. He, he's always been this sideshow kind of guy, but the thing is, he's he's a leader for a little bit, but the problem is he's not a true leader. A true leader is a Peter Diamandis. It's an Elon Musk. Elon Musk literally, if you go to his Instagram page, announced that the boring tunnel is gonna open to the public for free in a couple of months. That is a badass motherfucker. That is a badass I am not gonna complain. We are solution oriented. I am 100 years into the future. I'll tell you actually a little bit more about what I learned uh, at this thing. Number one is leadership, okay? Leadership comes when you give more to your followers than you, than you actually take, okay? So 
giving more to your to your to your followers giving more to the people that are underneath you whatever like me perfect this is a perfect example is that maybe you think of me as a leader i've no no idea i don't you know that's not a good question but i'm not saying to watch this video you need to click this then sign up for my newsletter because i'm having an event and da 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 that's a bad leader okay so number one is leadership number two is he mentioned um that the future is going to be more about the content that you produce for free instead of the advertising that you do on Facebook and Instagram. It is the content. It is being the, the uh, not only the thought leader, but the, the, the um, what's the term he used? He used such a good term. You are the person in that arena, whatever it is, that just, you produce all of it for free. You know, the third thing, I'll, I'll keep on going. Um, because I, I took so many notes. I took so many notes. Number three is he said, um, when it comes to actually money, oh, let's just go like this. You have to have, I'm looking at the wrong side. You have to have multiple sources of income. I'm sorry, multiple sources of leads. Okay. So if it's real estate, this is the easiest way to, to say it is if it's real estate, it's uh, outbound prospecting. It's also newsletters. It's also uh, papering the neighborhood with mailers. It's also your sphere of influence. It's also marketing. It's also content. It's everything. It's everything. You need to provide everything now. Okay. And this is the differentiation between brokerages that are going to stay in, stay in business and, and brokerages that are going out of business like town residential in New York City. Okay. This is, they didn't offer enough. They didn't provide enough value, not only to the community, they didn't provide enough value to the agents. And oh, by the way, this is going to be for every industry. If you're, uh, look at, look at web hosting, web hosting, they never allowed free everything, uh, for nine 99. Like literally I think Leon's going to lose money. I self driving tech and space. I want to be optimistic. No, he's never, that guy is, he's, he's too good. Um, that's just one man's opinion, but I have no idea. My rich dad, listen, I'm, I'm not as rich, uh, yet, but I can tell you right now, and I'm not even where anyone else, but when someone that's rich says, I did it for the passion, I used to say bullshit, you know, there has to be some money behind it. Uh, but now that I think about it is I really like the grind. I really like the game, as Gary says. I, I do. I thought, I wanted to convince myself last year that I did, but I didn't because I didn't know what I was doing. I was floundering. You know, that's a great book, Rich That Poor Dad. Unbelievable. I finally read it last year, and that just completely changed my mindset towards value instead of anything else. Uh, if you're not looking at value of everything, value of your time, value the food you consume, value the gym you go to, value of your manager, value of anything. Um, the comments just all came up. Sorry about that. I can, I can also go into a, a little bit about what he was talking about. Um, Greg Harrelson. All right. So Greg Harrelson said some very interesting things and he talked about not only the leadership, um, but he said, when you give back more to your agents, you know, or your, your managers, your followers or whatever, um, you're going to get more. This is the, the, uh, every five seconds. There we go. That's it. Um, so when you give more to your followers, you actually have to give more than anyone else. Otherwise you're going to compete on price. Okay. Let me say that again. If you are competing on price, there's a lot of brokerages right now real estate brokerages and this this is a lot of companies when you compete on price walmart competed on price they won 
and then they lost. They, they were the best. They were the best. They competed on price. They, they squeezed everyone for a dollar. They just squeezed and squeezed for pennies, quarter of a penny, because they were, they were scaling out at billions of dollars. And then Amazon came around. If you compete on price and that's your only, that's your only added advantage, you're going to lose. The only added advantage is you have to create, you have to create an experience. You have to create an emotion why they're buying it. You have to create the brand, the story behind it. That's it. That is the only way. Cosmetics. This is a perfect example. Cosmetics. My, my, uh, my, um, whatever, my cousin, she married in, um, she's very high up in Estee Lauder. All right. And she was yelling at me at the, the most recent family event. Not a big deal. It's more of a conversation in our family, but people think it's, it's yelling, but she was yelling at me. She said, you millennials all buy things online. I said, let me ask you a question. If you know what you want to buy, say it's a belt and you have that exact belt and you go on the website and you order it online because you know the belt that you want to buy instead of driving to the store or going to the store or picking it up maybe waiting online and everything else and picking it up and bringing it home isn't it easier to at work just get it maybe in three days or four days instead of immediately after work and spending all that time she goes what's your point i said that's exactly what it is for cosmetics for lips or lip, you know whatever makeup you know things like that that's what estee lauder sells billions and billions and billions of dollars are now being lost because people are buying online they're not even going to the cosmetics in macy's and if you think about it why would they this is the exact lipstick that i want or it could be anything this is the exact backpack this is the exact service that i want why would, why would i go there to get it if i know exactly what i want i just add it to the cart and it's delivered that so so then i told her this which is a great idea and i didn't i didn't take it it's a hybrid model a hybrid model and that's what amazon is actually going into ironically enough brick and mortar they're trying it out because the experience of walking in and having a pop-up shop instead of locations everywhere, and that's your main model of business. You have pop-up shops, instead of 10, you have three in New York City, like Apple. Apple isn't pro prolific like Starbucks. They only have a couple locations, they're very picky, and they say it's an experience. Every single thing, there's a woman that's in charge of it, and she's been sharp as a tack, she's been there at Apple for, over 20 years and she's designed every store when you walk in someone's there to greet you what would you like to do i'm here to buy something you go over here i'm here to get something repaired it's over here you're trying to pick up something it's over here you just want to browse awesome have a great day they never come at you you go into whole foods you're trying to get food they are um at the salad bar and you want to try it they're not going to come over and slap your wrist you know, I, I was literally right next to someone and I just ate it and I, uh, I wanted to try to find out VR is the future 100%. You know, until, I, I would say AR is going to be the first. AR is where you're going you're gonna to take a selfie, you're going to take a picture, and then you're going to be able to match it on your body. It's going to wrap around your body and you're going to be able to see that exact thing. However, there's always going to be brick and mortar. That's never gonna go away because people like that outlet of not, this is, I'll also talk about millennials. This was a very interesting conversation. I just wanna make sure that I'm not gonna miss my flight over here.
Okay, yeah, there's still people. <laughs> what if I just kept on going live and I missed my flight? <laughs> that would be funny. Uh, see, that's how you got to laugh about it. Like, what am I going to do? I missed my flight because I was going live, and then you would be able to see my reaction that I'm staying an extra night. So I was talking with a couple of millennials because there's this new brokerage model. It's very interesting. You can order your groceries online. Oh, 100%. Yeah, VR for foreign. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a, a new concept. It's called EXP. EXP. Excuse me. And it's a new brokerage model in uh, real estate. I like just sitting in Indian style. And you, there is no office. There is no physical office. There's no printing. There's nothing. There's no nothing. You're literally virtual. Okay. Everything is virtual. You just hang your license and you work from home. I, it's for me, it's not my model, but for some companies or some people, it's never going to be top producers. It's always going to be people that, you know, maybe that do five or 10 deals a year, you know, not in New York city. Cause that's, that's a decent amount of transactions, but I mean, you know, the rest of the country, they're probably only making 30,000, you know, right around there. And they're happy with it. And I started asking a couple of the guys, and this is the difference. Okay, the difference is when you start asking millennials, you know, uh, not, I'm sorry, not asking millennials, you start asking people that are younger than you for their authentic, actual feedback, okay? And I'll, I'll leave it on this because I know we're, we're at 22 minutes. So I asked them and I genuinely wanted to know, I'm like, you guys are millennials. Uh, yes, one was 22, one was 24. And I guess I'm in that bracket as well, but I'm 10 years older than them. So I said, is this, is this something that is... United Passengers, if you have United Flight 3740 with service to Newark, please head on over to meet B11. We are going to start boarding finally. Wow. There you go. Well, you just heard it live. Um, so obviously I'm going to make my way over there. This is what I'm going to tell you I'm going to leave you with is that, um, crap, is that millennials actually, uh, do you follow? I do not. I'm just, I just got to, uh, I just got to say this is that millennials, because the pendulum has swung so far on the other side of inter no interpersonal, um, that the pendulum is coming back and they want that personal connection because they're doing so much online, they want that personal connection. That, that shocked me. I thought they, they didn't want that. But that's the perfect example of me thinking how it is when in fact you just answer those questions. Watching, subscribe to the video.